Special guest Barry and Robin Gibb. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Welcome to the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host Dave, along with Trevor. Hey, Trevor, how you doing? I'm good, Dave. <laughs> Feels like it's been a while. This is the longest we've gone between episodes since um, before we started. Correct. <laughs> since before we had a well, actually. That's not actually right, because you know, now that we're on episode four of the Power Motion Picnic Hour, a podcast about running, we should say that, right? We should, yep. Yeah, we should say that off the bat. Now that we're on episode four, we might have a lot of new listeners who don't know the full history of the show, and might not know that the Power Motion Picnic Hour actually started as a college radio show in the fall of 2001. That's correct. Wow, yeah. so we're, we're, going, we're going back. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're going. Well, maybe we are. This, we're going, was, this wasn't. We're going way back. This wasn't planned, but yeah, you and I started this as a a free form FM radio, college radio, indie rock, hard rock, experimental, punk, whatever we felt like radio mm-hmm. show in two thousand one on terrestrial radio. Went off the air in two thousand four, spring of two thousand four. Yep. Around around the time we graduated from college, and then brought this back to life with a new format as a, a running podcast in the spring of 2023. Yes, we, re- we resurrected it in spring of 23. Um, I guess a, a few sort of uh, relationships to the original. Um, it's still the two of us who are the hosts. Yep. And we also spend a lot of this running podcast actually talking about music and going off on music-related tangents. Exactly, and we don't we don't follow rules or uh, conventional. <laughs> I mean, co- college radio was all about that, right? Like that was part of the appeal. Um, there there were rules, but we just did not follow them. Yeah, probably, and um, maybe some of our younger listeners don't even know about college radio. Um, but at the younger at the, the younger listeners, the ones at the younger end of the thirty nine through forty one year old spectrum, if you missed out on the beautiful phenomenon that was. Uh, was college radio it still exists but but yes probably mostly to our core listening audience in the 39 to 41 year old range yeah Um, it's it's just those of us who are still around from the old days listening that's right and on our last episode i noticed we we had a hard time coming up with a lot of words like we spent part of the episode thinking about words maybe describing the word um saying a word that wasn't actually correct uh, in terms of what we were trying to do. Yeah, we had a bit of a kind of a brain fog thing going on that our 41-year-old listeners will certainly understand, but maybe some of our 39-year-olds won't quite be able they're, to grasp. They're not quite there yet. There there was actually a fortissimo-year-old brain study recently done. Actually, study's not, not the right word, but um, it shows that the, the fortissimo brain, when backed into a corner of forgetting will sometimes just say words that are, are unrelated to the thing they actually meant in the first place. So it's not just us, although the data points are simply our last episode. We're, yeah, exactly. We've contributed. We're like a, we're like a further, you know, addendum to that study or a, it's part of the literature now. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, I, I don't, I, what kind of words? Like, cause I know, I know I will often just revert to quotes from movies I liked when I was younger. Well, we, we, we cast no irreverence. We, um, 
we, we, we tried to think of another word earlier and, and then said just something like, you know, we don't care or something like that. <laughs> that, that could be a mantra, but, uh, but anyway, not to retread, anyway. not to retread too much. We got a lot to cover in this episode. This I think pretty, we do. It's, it's been a pretty big, it's been a pretty big, well, it's longer than a week. Cause exactly. Um, it's our, it's our second longest break, our, our longest break since the 2004 to 2023 break we had a 19 year break it's it's reminiscent of that um yeah it felt like it it certainly did and so (laughs) yeah i mean so the last time we we did this um you had just like just done the marathon you had not yet run post marathon other than a 20 foot race in central park yeah which barely counts no we were so close to the marathon i think we were still in that i was still in the emotional phase like the way you feel when you're alone on an airplane (laughs) Um, I, I still, I still felt like that. Um, and so I, I could, I would probably tear it up a bunch of times at random moments throughout the podcast unrelated, but but now you've, now you've come back down to earth, I presume. Well, I had, but I actually, I was on an airplane yesterday, so (laughs) unrelated to running, I'm right back in that old place. That old place. Um, Yeah. I'm back up there in the sky, totally untethered to the earth or reality or, or even, uh, you know, any understanding of who I am, but (laughs) I'll I'll try to... (laughs) Tell us about your your return to running. Has it has it happened? Have you have you made it back? It did happen. So yeah, we talked last time we talked was under a week after the marathon. I was I was planning on going on a run nine days after, and I I did, I did go on a run, but um, on a, just a treadmill run, a nice slow, you know, easy on the knees, low impact treadmill run. And about half a mile in, my knees started really talking to me and saying, "Stop, <laughs> stop, stop running right now." <laughs> so I did, um, and I, I took a week off, but I didn't really take it off. I substituted running i instead of running i did the stair machine Ooh, okay i think that might actually be very good for your knees that's what i figured i keep the endurance up add some leg strength um and i love the stair machine it's addictive in a similar way to running Mm -hmm. um so i hadn't done it in a while so i did i did like a week of that and then i did make a return to running finally two days ago um at my hotel room in nashville (laughs) Well, I was on a business trip. I went to I went to the gym in the hotel and did a four and a half mile treadmill run, and it felt great. Nice, nice. Well, it's, it was an interesting week of running for me because, um, like the last week, I, I I didn't have tremendous volume, but I was I was away twice as well, and um, so had access to some treadmills in hotels and and did three treadmill workouts. Oh, which, awesome! That's which, which it felt not typical. Not, not typical for you. Not typical for me, but it is a it is a very good a very good tool. I when I when I have it, I'm excited about it and um, do some different things, mess around with some incline, do some intervals. You can do like a very controlled workout. Although yep. my last one on the tread, I just basically set it at a certain speed and ran for 30 minutes. So that was just more like a zone two workout, let's say. It- yeah, that, those are fine. And you can totally zone out your brain on those to the point where you can almost fall off the treadmill. Not even <laughs> you can just get so like forget about I, it. You I, know? I did notice that. I did think about the dangers of falling off the treadmill more during that run than than most. Even though it wasn't as hard as like the workouts are. I think about that all the time, and I've never fallen off a treadmill or you know anything like that or any piece of um, workout equipment, despite my questionable form and many of the other exercises that I do on a regular basis. It's one of those things about running; it just you, you, you it just propels you forward, you know, to the next tree, <laughs> to um, you know, to to, to staying uh, on the tread and not ending up thrown off it to the ground. Um, I know. 
it's like a natural part of the human experience. It's beautiful, really. It's like being alone on an airplane. <laughs> um, so, so we've got, I mean, lest we run out of time yet again. Oh, yeah. Which we, we do will. have a lot to cover, yeah. Um, so I, I, we do have a listener mailbag, and it, it got quite a bit full over the past several weeks or so. Um, even more so than, than the 19-year the interval separating our, our college radio show. Because I don't ever remember getting listener mail. We no, we got phone calls sometimes. That's yeah. the thing. We were doing college radio in Vermont, and so we were giving them indie rock. And, you know, the indie rock we were giving them was on the experimental end. Like, people mm-hmm. back then might have wanted the shins mm-hmm. or um, or um, what did people like back then? Mostly just the shins, I think. <laughs> the <laughs> shins, and, but, yeah, the shins. Spoon, uh, yeah, that's, acceptable. Yeah. that's it. Maybe the postal service. Um, but mostly we would get requests from someone just being like, like, you guys play some ACDC? <laughs> and we'd be like, no. <laughs> or we'd say yes, but we or wouldn't play it yes, either way. But yeah. only if we can find it on vinyl in the back. Yeah. And and if we played old music, it would be like, it would be Nick Drake. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> and otherwise, it was experimental noise. I, I just remember playing a lot of, like, Acid Mother's Temple and, like, the Red Crayola. Yeah, and like yeah, things like things like that. Old time religion was the most relevant old time band re- I remember we, playing. We played a lot of old time religion. We'd, we'd then go on to to see old time religion several times. Um, I remember never, seeing them at o- yeah. never very I, well attended the old time religion shows. No, didn't we see them once at O'Brien's in in yeah, Boston? We did. Yeah, that was that was great. That was uh, for anyone for the few of you out there who don't know old time religion. That was a uh, an indie rock band that combined traditional indie rock sounds with mongolian throat singing (laughs) i almost i almost forgot about that part of it how could i yeah Um, that's all i remember really yeah yeah i remember it had a it had a you know uh rather it was it was very like like high energy high tempo a bit a bit you know scattered and all over the place but kind of had like a almost a fugazi-esque like tightness and and sort of drive to it yeah, back then I liked my bands to have like the energy of Fugazi, but none of the talent. <laughs> that's that's what that was my aesthetic back then. And the, yeah, some, and I, re- I would argue why those that was the best kind of music. I, I remember there was some link to um, another musician we would have played quite a bit on the original Power Motion Picnic Hour, Phil Elvrum uh, from the Microphones, and I think he had some connection to old time religion. And when we went to O'Brien's, we showed up and we're like. Where's Phil? And he wasn't. Yeah. He just wasn't there. I think I remember that there was there was some tenuous connection that I, we were barely aware of then. I don't remember at all now. But we like extrapolated it to mean that Phil was going to be at O'Brien's. Yeah, like 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 the partnership between Dave Rawlings and, and Gillian Welch. It may or may not exist. But yeah, as, exactly. as far as I know, Phil Elvrum played drums in the original uh, Old Time Religion. Yeah, he was probably just being a good friend, and because. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. Who knows? We'll, we could. If any of our listeners know, I guess please go on, uh, go on to our Instagram and comment on a picture. The answer to the question: What's up with What's up with old time religion and what's Phil Elbrum? Old time religion. Well, yeah. you know, I can't help but use this as a segue into okay. um, our much anticipated uh, song of the week segment. I listened this time. The song of the week is um, "Illegal and Free." That's right. By uh, correct. Milk music, is that what it's called? Milk music, as they were known in 2013 when the song came out. I think they've since changed their name. I, I looked this up last week before we were 
before we we were, we were going to record, but we had to we had to postpone for various reasons. But I yeah. I looked it up, and I've since forgotten the name of the new band. But um, I, I intentionally didn't look up anything about them, and I had never heard of them before. So I wanted to just be able to evaluate the song on its merits as related to running. I I think I I would yeah, and, and I just just to be clear, I I also I I think I did that Google search. I did not click into any pages, and I decided close out i'm going based on 2013 memory um right. yeah kind of like the dirty projectors album where they they covered black flags damaged by by memory yeah and i think and he said i'm doing this whole album from memory and i haven't listened to it in like 20 years right right yeah so and you can you can tell when you listen that he hasn't he, he means it and and in your case this you you had never listened to the song i i don't think um, no no, yeah. I'd never heard it. Okay, and now well, now I've heard it like eight times. Did you run? Did you run to it? No, the first time I put it on was when I was doing one of those stare stare machine. Okay, um, so you that, did. So I, you similar. stared. You stared to it. Yeah, my heart rate was up, and I was I was sweating, so it's it's similar. Right. Um, the I couldn't. I was gonna put it on on the treadmill run, but I was listening to a another podcast, a, a competitor podcast. A competitor, we don't we don't. Name <laughs> and I won't them. I won't name it. We we but, are we are aware of their presence, yeah. but but we don't we don't say them by name. Even though it's much more popular and on a different topic, or by a different topic, I mean it it supposed to be about music and is about music it's not supposed to be about something else and is about music i, I think I, I think i know what you're talking to uh, or talking about because we, we we've talked about it off pod i believe um, oh did we yeah i think we have but anyway he he was he did a really long interview with courtney love okay and, and so i i was very interested and i listened to that and so i i by the time i got to about four and a half miles i was like i should stop <laughs> yeah. so i didn't i didn't listen to it while running well we've we've refrained from referencing any podcast by name or or friends individuals in our lives we've we've basically only named a handful of musicians uh including both barry and robin gibb none of the other <laughs> brothers i think there's two more at least one more at least yeah who knows there's yeah. lots we'll let the fact checkers sort that one out but um it's like, anyway it's like yeah. yeah yeah so tell us about illegal and free what was your experience well i so first of all, he has there's a great lyric in it that um, really sums up the way I feel in the middle of the best free run when I'm doing my best soul running, which is at some point uh, about a third of the way into the song he says, "Don't fuck with me, man. I'm illegal and free." Yes, <laughs> and that is that is the feeling, and I I feel like that you even maybe get a better feel, version of that feeling when you're running on a trail, and I don't really run on trails, but. Um, it feels that's what it feels like to run up the river, the Hudson River, the, my, the river I love so well. Um, I, you know, really, yeah. yeah. It's well, it's funny you you mentioned that because I think when I mean we could have chosen any song for the first, the very first, the coveted first song of the week, and it's not like this is the best song ever. But I I chose it because the other day when I was running, it came on. I think mm-hmm. it was one of those songs, occasionally I'll do this, I'll think about a song that I used to like or a band I used to like or heard even just like briefly way back in the day. I'll be like, oh, like, I wonder, you know what that sounds like. I kind of remember remember liking <laughs> yeah. that. Um, and so anyway, I'd thrown it on a playlist and it came on. And I think I think during that that line, I probably threw up like a fist bump. Like, yeah. Or like, a, yeah, just like a thrust like into the air. Like, yeah. Um, because I, I appreciate the selective use of of the f-bomb too it's like the only mm-hmm. the only time they say it in the song some other songs sort of go you know they, it's part of it and and it's cool yep. with that i feel like it's 
it's dropped in a way that gives you energy but doesn't overdo it yeah as as the quote says there's no there are no bad words just bad usage and that's very good usage that was good usage yeah um, um i th- i think another thing i liked about the song was cuz it comes for any uh listeners who didn't do the homework and listen to it yet it comes out of the gate really fast with a fast tempo it's it's a pretty fast tempo song at first um and yet, then yet with a fade in can we can we just talk about the fade in oh okay interesting yeah and, you're right and i, I didn't think of, about that and i sort of wonder how long the guys were playing before that you know just kind of like it's like sure. the song was just it just existed and at some point they turned up yeah. the volume on it exactly yeah is that 90 minutes into the song <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it could be we got I it mean, we got it now yeah exactly get it click record uh in the age of digital recording that's possible it's not like the old days where you with uh, tape you had to change the tape every 20 minutes or whatever yeah would have now you a, a lot of tape and a lot of like uh yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't even this know was 2013. We were still we were digital then. Digital, we were digital. Yeah. Okay. Well, the fade. Yeah, the fade in is great. I didn't even think about the fade in. Um, but sorry, I took you off track. From yeah, it well, starts out high energy. Uh, definitely a guitar in the lead. A little little fuzz to it. Uh, well, I was gonna say at first when the song starts, I, my first reaction actually was like, this isn't really the kind of song I like to run to mm-hmm. at first. And part of it, not that it was too high energy, because I do run to some high energy music, but just something about it, maybe it was a little too frenetic. Um, but mm-hmm. then about a, a third of the way and a little after that quote that I said, it slows down and it settles into this really chill groove mm-hmm. um, that actually sounds a lot like our theme song. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed or it reminded me of our theme song. Uh, yeah, but maybe, or, right. maybe it, it was a subconscious decision. But but what it made me think of was now I've been doing all these races recently and that's what it's like at a race, at least in my experience and a lot of people I talk to, you always come out of the gate too fast. <laughs> and yes. The, you know, I, that, that happened to me in the marathon I ran and, and I, I feel like you, and races or even long runs that I do not that aren't races that come out of the gate too fast and then because you're excited uh, and then and then you calm down and you settle into that great pace hopefully you know if you don't if you don't ruin it for if you don't ruin it for yourself by going too crazy at the beginning um, but that's what it feels like in that moment in the song when it when it slows down it settles into that groove is like when you found that that great running pace so that's well, what I'm, makes this a, yeah a good running song I'm glad you liked it yeah it's it, I find it to be a good length it's it's over five minutes which um as much as i love running sometimes during a run it's like the passage of time and like what can you do especially when you're running hard for a bit it's like you know if you just think about it intensely every second it's gonna you know especially if you're doing like a like an interval like a you know you're doing you're you're up tempo your your heart rates you know you're going the lactate might be coming in and it's like like a minute left like what am i going to do and so it's it's got a good length that can kind of like bring you through time during a run yep yeah exactly it is a good length i think it's you don't want to run to a bunch of 90 second songs uh sometimes i do that too I, i i like the occasional like like early Minutemen that will drop into the playlist every once in a while. Ah, well, I mean, it's always a good time to listen to the Minutemen, so I'm not yeah. going to argue with that. I mean, that's um, good for like a hill sprint, like the 20 to 30 second hill sprint. Um, um, so, well, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll I, you know, lest we like, uh, we don't want to take the whole episode on the, the song of the week. Um, no, uh, the only thing I'll add to it is it, it, 
it reminded me not just of our theme song, but of a few other songs. I mean, okay. the, the lead guitar, the lead guitar made me think Jay Mascus. Yeah, it's got a it's got a Jay Mascus feel. Actually, that reminds me. It's um, I re- I do remember one of the so when I the song I don't know you know what makes you think of songs again, but when I thought of the song again recently, ten years later, I remember. Uh, when I first like found it and read about it back in the day, it was described as Pacific Northwest stoner rock. And I just, <laughs> and, and like, even now I just, I just wonder about like the need for like the regionalization of that. Like, like is, is, like, yeah. is, is like, I don't know, Southeastern U S stoner rock, like substantially different. Yeah, exactly. Are stoners in Rhode Island different? Like, I don't think <laughs> no, I so. Think, I think they all just start the song around the time it starts, you know, <laughs> exactly. feeling and sounding good. They all say, oh, shit, we didn't turn the volume up. And at some point, 90 minutes into the recording, they fade in. Yeah, that's 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 a universal stoner thing. I think you could find that in, you know, in, in the Pacific Northwest as well as Indonesia, you know. But anyway, yeah, so that's the, that, that's the tie to... Uh, you know, Phil Elbrum and the microphones, probably old time religion. Uh, what, so what it reminded me of, I wanted to say, though, sorry, other than, you know, it reminded me of a little a little Jay Mascus, but it reminded me of like multiple songs, specific songs. And for some reason, it reminded me of three songs that like I've written or been in bands that played. Nice. <laughs> and so it, it did remind me of our theme song. It also reminded me of a song you wrote that we played 20 years ago. Um, Avondale? Yeah, I wasn't sure we were allowed to name, name songs. It reminded me of that. Of that. I think we were, we're, not, we're allowed to name songs we wrote. Uh, we can name songs we wrote. Yeah, we'll protect the other members of the band's uh, name. Remind, well, yeah, but, yeah, no names. But, uh, but song names, yeah, I think we can do that. And then it reminded me of a song I wrote when I was like, I don't know, like 15 or 16, I forget, that like that we played in my, my punk band in high school that was like a kind of fast. It's similar, also similar to our uh, out outro theme but it was like a fast punk song that then slows down into this like pacific northwest stoner groove (laughs) this pacific northwest of indonesia stoner groove yeah like Uh, anyway uh, like like uh south side of olympia stoner (laughs) rock have you ever been to olympia no i went there once it's uh it's kind of weird there's like a lot of (laughs) a lot of good music that's come from there for some reason yeah i don't i don't know why I thought it would. Be, I was really excited to go. I stopped for lunch on, on a drive from uh, from Seattle to Portland once, and I was very underwhelmed. So apologies, any listeners in Olympia. Please write angry comments on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I better. Yeah, I was. I was. I was about to say uh, an uninformed and and probably offensive comment about Olympia to anybody who um, who enjoys the the place. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess okay. I guess we've said, I said we've said enough about the song and 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 enough uh, bad things about Olympia that we can probably move on from that topic. Yeah. So um, so listener mailbag um, mailbag. Yeah. So we got uh, we got a post sent over um, from our listener with uh, a photo of Zdeno Chara, the great and incredibly tall. <laughs> former Bruins defendant, defender yeah. of many years. Um, super tall. He's like 6'7 or something, isn't he? Super tall. Yeah, something crazy. I feel like he played with a really long stick at one point, too, and they had to, like, 
they had to like declare a new stick length regulation or something for, for the NHL. <laughs> they had to invent a new kind of math just to measure that. Yeah, they're like, wait, guys, no, <laughs> we don't have. No, yeah, we don't have the tools for this. A little too crazy. Um, but he ran an ultra. He, uh, Whoa. he he was he's an ultra. He's an ultra runner, just just like us. Yeah, how far of an ultra did he run? Uh, I think it was a fifty k, which is about thirty three miles. 50, wow. Well, congratulations, Zidano. Please yes. comment on a picture on our Instagram for if you want us to send you a T-shirt with or something yep. with our with our logo on it that we haven't designed yet. Yeah, or or a pair of our socks <laughs> um, with the photo of you finishing the Providence Marathon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So and then I, I think I have one more from the bag, and then and then any anything that you might uh, you know you might have opened up, but um, sure. So. Um, coach friend uh who is a listener and he, he's often been referenced on the podcast um exclusively listens while running so we we did sort oh, of oh nice yeah we did want to make it sort of available to runners non-runners we were wondering whether it was good for running or or not or like do you, and so i think you know we we found somebody who's an exclusive listener only while running though that mean okay. That means it can't be too bad as a running podcast. No, I think it, it works. And well, here's what he said. He said he said uh, I'll, I'll I'll read the mail. He said uh, he said it's the perfect length for a good you know sort of shorter run on the sort of five mile side, a forty ish minute minute podcast, and it's great because a lot of the other podcasts, including some elite running podcasts and other podcasts, and I've noticed this too. They're creeping up there. They'll get into like an yeah. hour twenty, like plus and so i think we're, we're doing a good job keeping a nice sort of like compact different length which apparently is good uh you know good for one of our listeners to that do, is good to do a run to yeah I, I think courtney love talked for like 90 minutes and it was all crazy <laughs> sorry half, courtney half, half of it was about bob dylan uh, yeah i i yeah exactly she went steve earl style with <laughs> a little, little callback there She's all over the map. Her, it's, it's she's a fun person. I'm a huge fan of her as a songwriter, but she's also an interesting person to listen to talk because you could hear her brain darting all over the place. You know, her brain's moving faster than her mouth, and so she's before oh, yeah. she can get a thought out, she's got another thing, and she's like riffing on her own thoughts. Um, I mean, I do. I actually do think she's pretty brilliant, but it's also maybe not the the best thing to listen to while running. Um, I also I like how we don't use any like people's names. It 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 lends like a certain eyes wide shut quality to this. <laughs> that that is it completely unnecessary. Well, and and not... it's 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 unnecessary. It, and to be clear, it's also unplanned. I, I think I think as we've gotten more comfortable with the format, it might seem like you know these things are all are all like um, scripted. But the fact is, we just literally hop on and start talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and today was a good example where we had to. We didn't even have a lot of time. We couldn't even monkey around as as the kids say we yeah had to just get even if we didn't want to we had to get right to it um but i guess since you know we are kind of chugling along as john fogarty would say <laughs> um we should i have one more fun running thing i did this week which is on saturday i volunteered at the brooklyn half marathon oh amazing yeah which i believe is the largest half marathon in the world there were twenty six thousand runners and uh it, this was another race put on by New York Roadrunners, and I, um, I, I volunteered at the finish line to hand out uh, finisher medals. So me and a group of 
40 of my new best friends are now we were standing there for hours uh we got there at 6 30 in the morning and then we were there at coney island where it finished it started in prospect park ended in coney island we handed out like twenty six thousand medals um 40 of you did something like that it was a lot of people because at, at you know at first like the first person finishes and you can't believe someone finished already because like you're not even done setting up the the rack that you're putting the medals on and taking them out of the boxes and all of a sudden there's just like a a dude there like a, a skinny blonde dude in a tracksmith singlet you know uh <laughs> just like by himself because <laughs> he just smoked everybody and he just ran this thing in like you know an hour and five minutes or something um, oh an hour five was was the finish was the some, was the top yeah i mean that i mean that's yeah that's insane it was it was it was great and but then you know more and more start coming in and then um when you get to like you know the middle of it there's just like a zillion people crossing at once and, yeah and so that goes on for a while. It was um, pretty exciting. I, I ran into three friends at the finish line. That's awesome. Um, one of them, an old friend from college who said he listens to the podcast. Oh, amazing. We got to yeah, shout and, out to that listener. And yeah, it, shout out it, to that unnamed listener in his eyes wide shut mask. Yeah, um, big congrats. He And I looked it up. He finished super high, like 200 somethings out of 26,000, wow. which is okay. crazy. And, so you know, yeah, like percentile wise, he's well beyond well beyond sort of our typical. Yeah, 20, we don't have twenty the, to sixty ish percent. We don't even have the math yet to compute no, that. But no. it's but and this is another forty year old. You know, another fortissimo probably. Ooh. Um, so that's that's yeah, impressive. That's, that's, that's I was very impressive. impressed. I was very impressed. We do celebrate all finishers, all paces, but in, if your thing is fast, that that's 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 you know quite an accomplishment yep no yeah then i had uh i had another friend who i planned on seeing who um finished i don't know what number he came in but what he said he finished it in uh, now i'm trying to remember i think an hour 45 okay eight minute miles um that's that's solid which is also good yeah and this is a, a 64 year old friend so that's also very impressive and i saw him and then i had another friend and she finished uh i'm trying to remember but Oh, eight Probably minute, cl- eight minute, eight minute miles was sixty four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very impressive. Wow. It quali- and okay. that time, that time he said qualified him for twenty twenty four New York Marathon. That's amazing. Yeah. And then and, I and, and, then I, and yeah. actually just to to further just like clarify one thing. So I, I think I might have said finishers. We celebrate all, you know, all participants, all runners. Finish, finish or not, we 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 celebrate the effort. Well, yeah, we celebrate all forms of running. Yes. Um, and. Uh, and then, and then I saw one more friend who finished. I think I don't, I don't remember what her time was, but it was around three hours. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and just like I say, all incredible. Congrats. Everybody, Congrats. everybody came Congrats, in. Sir. Everybody came in looking great, you know. And, and that's kind of and the happy, main thing. And it's like you're yeah. you're able to experience that joy that you recently felt that that uh, accomplishment and uh, sort of take part in it. That's that's special. It's it was really great. It was, and I it, I kind of feel like I want to do it at every race. Um, it's 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 fulfilling in a similar way to running, actually. And then and and one thing I didn't think about was um, we talked about my my physical style while running, my my mustache and long hair mm-hmm. and outfit. And I didn't um, I didn't realize that also comes into play when you're handing out medals at the end. <laughs> and a lot of I got a lot of compliments on the mustache, and a lot of people excited to see me well um, I, I imagine that's just that's kind of just life though for you true there was a great my favorite moment was this this guy came in and he like 
pointed at me <laughs> and he came over to get the medal but while while that was happening like and there's a lot of us handing out medals his i think must have been his girlfriend came over to me first and so i went to give her the medal and then someone went to give him a medal someone else and while that was happening he turned to her and he goes i pointed at him first <laughs> which is amazing i felt bad uh, but we got to keep everybody moving you know there's 26,000 people it's it was raining yeah. the boardwalk was slippery the coney island boardwalk yeah move along folks yeah uh, exactly. <laughs> we can go uh, yeah we can go you know that's, you hug it out at the, at that's, the banana that's, station. That's, that's very New York. Like, 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 congrats on your achievement. Like, really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, move along. <laughs> no, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's very New York. It's, a, it's an amazing place. And, uh, uh, I don't know where. New York or the Boardwalk or somewhere. But uh, it's a great, great running city. 26,000 people. Good Lord. That's a lot. I mean, I can't imagine. Um, yeah, that's a solid... That's a solid factor uh, of math above any race I've ever run. Um, yep. All right. So, um, what else do we? What else do we want to talk about this week? I don't know. We have very little time left, so we do. <laughs> I don't know. So we want to make sure we don't forget anything. Although we could always do a special episode for our Patreon listeners. <laughs> we, and since we, we don't have we any. Don't have, yep. We don't have a Patreon unless that's well, something we just get. I don't think it no, is. No, uh, I don't think we're there yet, but we could just release that. We could test drive. This is this the, is the test. <laughs> yeah, this is a Patreon style episode that we give it to the world. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Okay. So I, I'm actually going for for our next episode, I'll talk about a run that I'm doing on uh Sunday this week of Memorial Memorial Day weekend. Oh, nice. Um a coach friend will be there. And as will another friend, possibly two. And it's a it's a run I've been wanting to do for for quite a while. It's a twenty mile run on a trail called the Wapak, which we're going north to south. It starts in New Hampshire in the uh, little section called the Pack Monadnocks, and then it ends in uh, former Greater Boston minor ski area, Watadic. Yeah, Watadic. Yeah, gonna... where your where your dad grew up skiing, and so that's that's oh, yeah. that's the southern terminus. You 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 summit Watadic, and then and then shoot down to the parking lot, and so that's it's like a little bit over twenty miles. I'll get the elevation profile around maybe five or six thousand five, I think, wow. maybe closer to four. I don't know. We'll get a fact checker on that for next time, but yeah, anyway. we'll get we'll get the stats. We'll get the we'll get the actual stats, and we'll have you know the experience to talk about. Yeah, wow, that's exciting. That's great stuff. And then, um, yeah, I think, well, I think that's it. And then the only other thing is we, we're we going to tease this a little bit. Oh, and it might not, guest? we might have an actual special guest next time instead of just a joke special guest. Because as you can tell, dear listener, when we wrote the theme song, we did think they would sometimes be special guests. There's technical challenges to it. Have you made contact with the candidate special guest? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> So, so, so who he knows? Won't, he won't necessarily be hearing this. No, I haven't. I have not reached out yet to uh, our potential special guest. Although if he says no, we could ask somebody else. That's true. Okay. But, yeah. So that yeah, I think I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Yeah, illegal and free. Illegal and free. Uh, don't fuck with me, man. Onward. I, oh, did you want to? Finish? No, no that. I was okay. I was just gonna say, don't fuck with me, man, because I'm illegal and free. Oh yeah, that's that's a good way to go. Onward.
special guest. None of the other brothers. This is the Power Mojo Pick.